Is the news today making you anxious? Are you eager for advice on how to better cope with the stress of life during this unique time in our history? Today, we'll be talking about specific ways you can minimize your stress during this difficult time. We'll be discussing adopting the best media diet and the ways you can manage your stress naturally. Finally, we'll be sharing some ways that you can use technology in a more meaningful way to stay in touch with your loved ones. Welcome to Be Healthistic, the podcast that's more than just health and wellness information. It's here to help you explore your options across traditional and natural medicine so that you can make informed decisions for you and your family. This podcast illuminates the whole story about holistic health by providing access to the expertise of Drs. Steve and Drew Sinatra, who together have decades of integrative health experience. Be Healthistic is powered by our friends at Healthy Directions. Now, let's join our hosts. Hi, folks. If you like what you hear today and you want to listen to future conversations on all things integrative and holistic health, subscribe to our podcast at BeHealthisticPodcast.com. Also, check out and subscribe to the Healthy Directions YouTube channel, which features video versions of our episodes plus extra videos you won't want to miss. And finally, we have more with me, Dr. Drew Sinatra, my dad, Dr. Steve Sinatra, and other health experts at HealthyDirections.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Be Healthistic. Today, this is a pulse check, and we're going to be talking about coping with stress during the pandemic. And Dad, I'm, I'm sure you can agree with me. These are very unsettling times that we're in, precarious times. And uh, I don't think we've ever seen anything like this before. No, I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime as a physician. I can tell you that. And I think coping with stress is really important. And Dad, wh wh where would you say the stress is coming from? Well, certainly when you listen to the media, I mean, there's so many conflicting reports and there's so much confusion out there. I don't think people really know where to turn to. I mean, it's a hodgepodge. It really is. It is. And just the amount of contradicting information out there, you know, in the beginning, it was don't wear a mask, don't buy a mask, right? We, we, need, to, we need to preserve and, and reserve those amounts of masks for, you know, healthcare workers and such, which I understand. But then, you know, a little bit later down the line, they say, well, you have to wear masks all the time now. And so that, that in and of itself is stressful because at times we're told, well, one thing is yes, and the other time is no. I think in a time right now where there's so much information coming at us and it's hard to sort through the information to know what is what is real, what what is true. And then there's so many different just conflicting, contradicting opinions out there. It's hard to know where to stand with all this. Well, you're right. And sometimes we have to take a step back and pause and just do something different. So let's pause for a second and step back. Now, I saw a movie the other night, Drew. It was one of the top 10 movies I've ever seen in my lifetime. It was so cute. It was called The Art of Racing in the Rain. And this was an incredible movie about how a dog wanted to come back as a human being. And the reason why I mention it is people need to diffuse. In other words, you got to get away from the media and just do something for yourself. So whatever it takes to just diffuse a little bit, step back, have a little fun, relax and enjoy the story. Enjoy the show, so to speak. I couldn't agree more, Dan. And the fact that we're all doing social distancing, I've come up with this term. It's called media distancing. <laughs> it's really all about getting away from the media. Sure, get your fix when you need it, when you need to just update yourself on what's happening. That's OK. But I don't recommend people plugging in 
24-7. And that's what's happening these days. We have people on Facebook. We have people on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. And there's so much information coming at us that we don't have time to do these things like you were talking about. Sit down, watch an amazing movie where your heart is touched. Exactly. Hey, Dad, one thing I wanted to, to mention here that's concerning to me is there's a new syndrome out there. It's called Phantom Vibration Syndrome. And what this is, is that people are actually sensing that their phone is ringing or vibrating in their pocket when it's actually not because they've been conditioned to look at their phone so often throughout the day that they believe that it's actually ringing or vibrating. So this to me is telling us we need to take a little bit of a break from our cell phones and other forms of uh, media and, um, and, and, and just go back into nature. Oh my gosh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's an awesome situation and uh, you can take that one to the bank as well. We need to get outside. That is a fundamental health promoting thing that we all need to be doing right now is getting outside, going for walks, getting sunshine, listening to nature, seeing nature, feeling nature around us, because that ultimately is going to help us get through this. So I would tell our viewers, hey, walk outside, go for a walk. That's one of the things Jan and I do all the time. We, we, we live in Florida. We go outside for a walk. And look, what's the dividend? The skies are bluer, right? There's there's less you know toxins in the air. There's yeah. less airplanes. There's less auto emissions. I mean, that's one of the reframes of the coronavirus. In other words, the atmosphere is better. We're breathing better air. There's there's less sulfur dioxide. There's less emissions. I mean, it's really cool. So I just say get outside, walk, and ground if you can. I think grounding is absolutely awesome in this. Yeah, I agree, Dad. And I, I got to say, through all this, the silver lining for me has been to really connect deeper with nature when I'm outside. And I've noticed that when I've been going for hikes on trails or going for a mountain bike ride or going for a run, things feel different to me. The, the sunshine hitting my face feels different. The air hitting my face feels different. I, I, I smell things differently. Like the flowers smell so much better these days. And it's like, it's almost like my senses are so hyper aware right now. And they're just kind of, it's like I'm craving, I'm craving all these natural elements to come at me. And I think that, I think everyone should get out and experience these sensations as well, because it's so good for us. That's a pearl, Drew. And I would tell our listeners who are you know, listening to this, basically, that's awesome. Get outside and feel nature. It's really important. Yeah. And, and you know, there's so many things here Dad, that we can talk about. I, I think regarding the news again, let's just hop back into that, because I, I want to tell people there's a lot of negative news out there. It's just a lot of negative energy that's being kind of thrown at you. I encourage people to, if they are going to look into the news, look at some positive news, some some cases, some situations where people are doing good for humanity. Like, for example, there was a woman in Dallas where a librarian, in fact, that started up a virtual book club. And so she asked people to join in and she was going to read stories to them and then people could ask questions about the book. And I think that's just such a great way to to connect and to get away from all the negative information coming at us through the media. Absolutely. I mean, whenever you can connect with people uh, on a level that is different than what the media is saying, I mean, and look, a book club is a great idea, especially when you can share your thoughts and share your heart. Speak from your own heart. In other words, share your inner feelings. That's the greatest gift one human being can give to another is when they tell the truth, tell the truth about how they're feeling. And that's a reframe of the coronavirus because the coronavirus is going to bring this out in people. And um uh, this is really important. Whenever you communicate your real feelings, you're healing your body. I mean, as a psychotherapist, I really know that. You can take that one to the bank. 
Well, Dad, speak, speak more to that. I want to hear more about that. That's beautiful. Well, I mean, denial is one of the b- biggest risk factors in the field of cardiology. I can tell you that. And basically, I've seen so many people who denied symptoms. And basically, when you're living in denial, you're living in a false self. And um, whenever you can communicate your real symptoms, you know, for example, let me give you an example. Uh, I worked in the Hartford um, in Connecticut, you know, the insurance capital of the world. And uh, I saw high-end executives in a coronary care unit over and over again, Drew, in their 30s and, and 40s. And I remember talking to these men and I, and I would ask them questions because, you know, I was in a psychotherapy training program at the time. And a lot of these men said the same thing. Doc, I climbed the wrong ladder. My life is a lie. I, I'm not true to myself. I'm not true to my own feelings. Um, I'm in the wrong jo- job. I'm in the wrong marriage. And, and what comes out of it? A heart attack, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the denial of, of basically um, of living in a false reality. One of the things the coronavirus has done, it's brought us into reality. So we have to look at that. The coronavirus has shaped us into a pattern where we we need to respect the social distancing. We need to go outside. We need to get more sunlight. We need to eat a healthier diet. We talked about losing a few pounds because remember these inflammatory cytokines, they live in fat cells. So the best thing I can say about the coronavirus, it's given us a reality check on how to live our lives. And it, that's the reframe here. And I think that's really good uh, you know, for us to connect with. We can't live in dread and fear all the time. So the reframe is the coronavirus is going to give us an opportunity to live in our true self. Oh, I love that, Dad. And I want you to speak more to the, the emotion of fear, because I feel that a lot of people are under the stress that lots of worry and anxiety and then fear being really kind of at the foundation of that. Can you speak to that? Yeah, basically, when you live in fear... Fear triggers all these hormonal interactions uh, and neuroendocrine interactions in the body where it puts the body in a a fight-flight response. And living in fear is one of the most dangerous things we can do. Now, look, you need to live in reality, but you don't need to up the ante on the reality where you're living in fear all the time. I mean, you know, reality is, is a good situation, but if we keep exponentially raising the stake about, oh, what if, what if, what if, and I shouldn't do this and I shouldn't do that and blah, blah, blah. All the self-talk can destroy us. So we, we, we need to face reality, but we living in fear is not the way to go. I used to have a saying years ago, be productive, but don't be self-destructive at the same time. Right. So right. that's what, I mean, that's how I would uh, frame it. Well, Dad, the, the corollary, it seems is that if you look from an evolutionary perspective, uh, we'd come across a tiger or a bear or something in the environment, and we'd have this acute stress response, release of cortisol, norepinephrine, epinephrine, et cetera. And the bear would go away, the tiger would go away, and we'd get back to our normal life, and the stress response would go down, and our body would adapt. I think today, it's almost like we're running away from a tiger continuously. It's like we can't even stop. We can't even hide from this tiger. That's really what the, 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 all the information coming at us is doing, the media being, playing a role with that, because you can't let down. 
you know, every moment of the day, you got to figure out what's going on. What do I need to do now? What do I need to wear? What do I need to do to protect myself? How do I do this, do this, right? And so that that is so unhealthy to be under that chronic stress, like being chased from a tiger continuously. So this comes back to the whole media thing again of, of taking a little bit of a media diet and taking a break and doing these things that we just talked about, going out into nature, watching something on, you know, a movie or television that is, is enjoyable, fun, where you can laugh, where you can like tap into your heart. Oh, all that laughing is the best medicine, Drew. I mean, that's I mean, Nor- Norman Cousins showed that, you know, when he laughed away his illness from alkalosis spondylitis. I mean, laughing, you get all these nice biochemicals uh, from laughter and endorphins in the body. So and crying is good, too. I mean, crying to get the endorphins. Uh, and uh, so if you can laugh and cry about it, that's great. So, you know, any way to manage stress, you know, uh, and. And laughing and crying are two great ways of, of managing stress as well, as well as going outside and grounding. And, you know, there's meditation, there's yoga, and, you know, you're an outdoors guy too. So there's lots of things that we can talk about where people can really get away from this media and get back to nature. And I think that's a pearl, getting back to nature. And also, too, the getting back to nature, it means getting outside, of course, but also within yourself. So if that means meditation for you or deep breathing or if it's doing qigong or tai chi that in, in, in essence is really getting into nature inside yourself and i'll just share with the the listeners that for me i, I wake up every morning uh and I, I meditate for 20 minutes and that has been a complete game changer through getting through this difficult challenging time because for me it, it grounds me into my being so that i can go out into my day and i can handle more stress coming at me and not freak out not get anxious and not worry about it so i really encourage everyone whatever technique they want to use for meditation to do that on a daily basis. Cause that will be a very important thing for you to be doing. Yeah, I agree, Drew. Good stuff. And Dan, what else do you recommend for, for managing stress in terms of let's talk about nutraceuticals for a second. What, what do you like for kind of calming down an overactive nervous system? Well, I mean, there's lots of things you can do. I mean, uh, I've always loved omega threes as a cardiologist, you know, omega threes do so many good things in the body. Uh, that uh, to me, I, I think it's one of the, you know, the must-haves. You know, I, I certainly like the adaptogens. I mean, you're a big fan of rhodiola. And uh, uh, even in uh, some of the formulas we put together, the, the ashwagandhas and, uh, you know, all the different, you know, these herbs that we can use, uh, they have a calming effect on the body as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anything like that would be good. Yeah, there's so many adaptogens that people can use. You mentioned uh, ashwagandha, rhodiola, there's eleutherococcus, there's uh, schizandra, there's ginseng, which people are probably familiar with, there's cordyceps, uh, holy basil. All these have different, uh, you know, characteristics to them that can you can use if you're feeling more anxious, if you're feeling more tired. But in general, these adaptogens are great because they certainly help you adapt to stressful situations. That's where the name comes from, adaptogen. And Correct. we all need help coping with stress today. So I'm, I'm definitely recommending a lot of adaptogens uh, in my practice these days. Good for you. I mean, I think it's important. And, you know, as well as, and we talked about this before, a non-sugary diet, a diet that has more healthy fats, more healthy proteins, uh, you know, get away from the sugars. Remember that, and I've been saying this on the radio, one thing about sugar is that it has a negative impact on white blood cells, where these white blood cells have diminished phagocytosis ability. So mm. I think sugar is really something to avoid. And look, the coronavirus has brought that out. I mean, let's face it, diabetics, type two uh, diabetics, insulin resistance, these, these are serious comorbidities. Uh, that's why taking in less sugar, losing weight, 
you know, getting more exercise, easy, easy lifestyle habits that we can all put into our daily routine uh, is really good. So the reframe, and we said this on a previous program of the coronavirus, is that if we do lose weight, you know, take away the fat cells, the inflammatory cytokines where they live. I mean, that's a great reframe because remember, whenever you lose weight, not only are you protecting yourself from insulin resistance and diabetes, but you're also protecting yourself from heart disease as well. I mean, blood pressure goes down and, uh, you know, serum lipids can go down. I mean, there's so many things that can go down. Uh, total peripheral resistance goes down. You get more endothelial function mm -hmm. uh, capability. So there's lots of things that, you know, help other systems, you know, when you're working with uh, reducing the impact of the coronavirus with weight reduction or carbohydrate restriction. And Dad, you mentioned sugar, that the first thing to do for people is to not buy it in the grocery store. If you don't, if you don't buy in the grocery store, you're not going to have sugar in your house. It's the, the equation is that simple because if you've got sugar in your pantry, you're going to walk over there and eat some cookies or eat some ice cream or eat some cake, whatever it is. And uh, that's certainly not going to be good for your body. So the key here is to not buy sugary goods from the get-go. Good. It's good reframe. I like it. I'm all in. Now, Dad, there are some really neat technologies available today that where people can connect. And one of them is Zoom or Skype. And uh, we've certainly been having conversations a lot over Skype. And Brianna's been talking to her family. We've been actually having Zoom dinners where we schedule a time with Brianna's family and uh, everyone talks about what they're... That's cool. That's that's really interesting. That's like going out to dinner via Zoom. I mean, my gosh, that's that's really innovative. I like that. <laughs> and everyone's sharing their, their recipes about making bread or whatever dish they made for dinner. And so it's been a, a great experience. We do it once a week. So I, I encourage everyone to, to try something like that with your family members. And also, uh, we've been doing uh, Zoom exercise classes with Brianna's uh, brother, Brett. And uh, they go from seven to eight every morning. You don't need a fancy equipment like a Peloton or anything like that to do this. All you need is your body in a very small amount of area on a yoga mat. And he does uh, circuit training, essentially, just very simple exercises, movements, stretching that you can do. And um, that's just another way to get exercise in the morning. You know, Drew, that was, those are two powerful insights I, th I think we just gave our listeners because another reframe of the coronavirus is that we're going to get connected more with our family. In mm. other words, uh, an extended family as well. And you just said it. I mean, this is really cool having a Zoom dinner with, you know, extended family. That's a great idea. I love it. I mean, that's you can take that one to the bank. I mean, that would that really works. Yeah. And another thing, too, another thing, too, that people can do is they can have a grandparent. Uh, if they have got kids in the house, they can have a grandparent read a story to the, the younger one. For example, we've had, um, you know, Jan's read a story. Uh, my mom's read a story. Uh, Nana, Brianna's mom has read a story to our, our, our boys. And that's such a special time to connect with them and to have a figure like that be present in their life. Even though it is over a screen that's not in person, it's still a beautiful experience to have. Yeah. I, I remember when we did a, a Zoom with your little son, uh, Luca, and uh, he showed me his cowboy boots. Well, he wanted to see my cowboy boots, you know? So again, you, we're getting connected on a heart level more and more. So another reframe of the coronavirus is increased connectivity to loved ones. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, look, the virus is not all bad. And that's what we have to really get across to our listeners. I mean, so many people are living in fear, 
you know, we can reframe this virus where we're getting closer and uh, we're making more contact. And uh, uh, this is really a, a, a good outcome that, you know, needs to be followed. And, and I love what you're doing with the families. This is great. Well, Dad, you, you've always been the, the king of the reframe. I learned that from you from a young boy. So <laughs> I love the fact that you're reframing this whole pandemic coronavirus thing, because ultimately we, we do need to change the way that we are living our lives. I mean, our reality is shifting. It's changing. And there, there are lots of things that we can learn from this experience. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, um, e even myself, um, you know, I live in Northeast part of the time and uh, also work at Healthy Directions, which is in Washington, D.C. And I live in Florida part of the time. So I'm just going to drive back and forth, you know, and probably sleep in a van. Remember the old days where we used to sleep in a van and go on <laughs> camping trips? I mean, thank God I... You know, thank God I took you camping and fishing as a young child and stuff like that, because now that I'm in my early 70s, I don't have any problems sleeping in vans. I love it. I think it's going to I love camping. I mean, you and I went camping in the Redwoods just last summer. Right. Uh, right. Another reframe of the coronavirus is, you know, getting more outdoors and, you know, maybe vanning, maybe traveling more, less flying and stuff like that. The worst thing about this virus is that I think the proclivity of catching it is like probably 10, 20, maybe 50 times more than what we thought it was. But the mortality is significantly reduced, especially in younger people. Uh, it's the nursing home populations that are at most at risk. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so basically, we have to keep that in mind. It's, you can catch it quicker. In other words, it's easy to catch. So you have to be on guard and you have to be you know, really on your toes that's why going outdoors is and, 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 and being outdoors is so important because it cuts down on the amount of droplets in the air as being, you know, at a birthday party or in church or at a synagogue where people are enclosed in areas. So I think that's what we're going to learn from this virus, that um, when we have these cycles of influenza occurring in the, you know, in the fall and winter and, 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 and into the spring, that, you know, people are going to have to live their lives a little bit differently going forward. So, Dad, we shared some stories, uh, some positive stories around uh, the news. I would love it if our listeners could share uh, experiences they've had or stories that they've heard about. Oh, absolutely. In other words, it's all about connection. So if they have something that worked for them and they want to share it with us and share it with our social media group, I mean, I'm all in on that. So, Dad, for our wellness wisdom, what are you doing and share with our listeners what you're doing that is helping you cope with stress during these times. Well, certainly I'm not eating sugars. Um, I'm eating a healthier diet. And um, I go outside. I ground. I, I am a big believer in grounding. I've been in the movement for you know, over 15 years. It does some remarkable uh, benefits to the body. And uh, I try to walk on concrete or my grass or uh, you know, living in Florida, uh, we're allowed to go to the beaches. So I, I ground there. So my tip of the day is take in Mother Earth energy, take in the Schumann resonance, the Schumann resonance heals the body. And we've seen anecdotal reports from uh, the uh, websites where people feel so much better, even people who contracted the flu-like illness or COVID-19 feel so much better with earthing and grounding. So that's my tip of the day. Oh, I love that, Dad. Well, I'll share my tip, and that is uh, last weekend, uh, I took a complete media holiday. I went 48 hours not looking at my phone, not looking at my computer, not reading a thing. I spent the entire time with my family. We were out in nature both days, 
And it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in the last three months because I finally felt connected again. I finally felt that I was a part of nature. I was with my family spending one-on-one time with every single one of them. We felt just so good together. And having that media break was probably the healthiest thing that I could have done for myself in a long time. Hey, that's awesome, Drew. I like that one. That's great. A great pearl of wisdom. That's our show for today, folks. If you have a question or an idea for a show topic, please send us an email or share a post with us on Facebook. And remember, if you like what you heard today and you want to be an active member of the Be Healthistic community, subscribe to our podcast at BeHealthisticPodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorites. You can also find more great content and information from us and the Healthy Directions team at HealthyDirections.com. I'm Dr. Drew Sinatra. And I'm Dr. Steve Sinatra. And this is Be Healthistic. Thanks for listening to Be Healthistic with Drs. Drew and Steve Sinatra, powered by our friends at Healthy Directions. See you next time.